The hunt is on. America, we need your help to catch a fugitive. And so is the drama. You okay? No. No, I'm not. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, March 15th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Former Bachelorettes Tasha Adams and Caitlin Bristow will host the next season of that show. Franchise veteran Chris Harrison is stepping away for the show's 17th season in the wake of an interview where he downplayed the racist undertones of events attended by current Bachelor contestant Rachel Kirkconnell, one of the final two women in the current season of the show. More on that later. You can read ABC and Warner Horizon's full statement about Harrison's departure at EW.com. James Cameron's Avatar reclaimed the top spot at the global box office this weekend, overtaking Avengers Endgame for number one. The sci-fi fantasy has now earned an estimated $2.802 billion worldwide. Stars has ordered a seventh season of Outlander, ahead of the show's sixth season, which is currently filming in Scotland. Paging Dr. Kepner, Sarah Drew will return to Grey's Anatomy this season to guest star in one episode. There's no word yet how Drew, who left at the end of season 14 after nine years on the ABC drama, will factor into the storyline. Hopefully she won't be visiting Meredith on that beach. And did you think I'd forget the Grammy Awards? That would just be savage. That song and its performer Megan Thee Stallion took home three awards Sunday night. The 26-year-old won Best New Artist as well as Best Rap Song and Best Rap Performance along with Beyonce. Beyonce, in the process, made history with those two trophies plus two others for Black Parade and Brown Skin Girl, making her the performing artist with the most career wins ever, totaling 28. Billie Eilish won two with brother Phineas, one for their James Bond theme song, No Time to Die, and for the big one, Record of the Year for Everything I Wanted. Taylor Swift won Album of the Year for Folklore, Dua Lipa took home Best Pop Vocal Album Honors for Future Nostalgia, and Her won two, including Song of the Year for I Can't Breathe. Check out the full list of winners and other highlights from music's biggest night at EW.com, which is where you can get other news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. And speaking of her, and before we get into our top picks of the day, EW's Rosie Cordero spoke to her ahead of Sunday's Grammys and asked the question, what you watching? Oh man, I just uh, finished the WandaVision. I'm like a huge Marvel fan and I love the way that they did that show. I'm watching, you know, WandaVision and I'm watching, uh, what else was I watching? I'm watching like some of the old school shows, some of my favorites like Sister, Sister and Fresh Prince and, and shows like that too. See? Stars, they're just like us. They love watching WandaVision, too. And probably singing along to Agatha all along. All right, let's start tracking down our top three picks, starting with number three, 
America's Most Wanted. The long-running true crime show returns to Fox tonight with a new edition hosted by former 2020 co-anchor Elizabeth Vargas. The veteran journalist will break down some of the country's toughest cases while consulting with a team of law enforcement experts, though viewers will still be invited to give information, of course. The reboot also brings a myriad of modern-day technology developments to build on its original format, including 3D life-size avatars to illustrate what suspects might look like now. Vargas recently spoke with EW's Rosie Cordero about that particular development. They are so wild because I'm standing next to a 3D avatar of what we think the suspect might look like today using age progression technology, which, you know, is something the FBI uses and law enforcement sources use in combination with doctors and medical experts on how the human body ages. For example, you know, we stop growing, but our nose and our ears never do stop growing, which is always an interesting thing to contemplate. Um, you know, but everything from height, weight, um, you know, if, if, if a suspect has an unusual tattoo, as several of our suspects do, some of our suspects have, like one has a deformity on his thumb, another has a scar. We're able to show all of these in, a, in an incredibly lifelike way with these avatars. It's really an amazing thing. Indeed, technology has come a long way since the show's original run. Other innovations include pinpoint map tracking that will take viewers hot on the trail of suspects, and of course, social media that connects viewers to the show's team at lightning fast speed. The hunt begins on America's Most Wanted at 9 p.m. on Fox. Number two. It's the circle of life on TV. One show begins. And another one ends. Our number two pick today is DuckTales, which wraps its rebooted run on Disney XD tonight. The 90-minute series finale, appropriately titled The Last Adventure, brings the massive duck family together one more time as Kate Micucci's Webby celebrates her birthday. Her party is full of surprises. Surprises that... We don't want to spoil, but we can reveal that the ducks uncover earth-shattering secrets in a final standoff with the fiendish organization for world larceny, and that the finale's parade of familiar faces will be a treat for longtime viewers. One of those longtime viewers, EW critic Darren Franich, spoke about what made the reboot great in the latest episode of our What to Watch video series. Take a listen. It's really difficult when you're rebooting something, especially something that you loved a lot when you were a kid, to kind of simultaneously capture what made the original good, while also realistically look at what was lacking. Uh, I think most most reboots kind of opt for the, let's have more cool shots of Darth Vader or a Darth Vader type, uh, and kind of call that just, you know, you know, easy nostalgia, what they're trying to do. Um, I think in the case of DuckTales, first and foremost, they took a character like Webby, who um, in the original was just not as much a part of the show as she should have been. And as voiced by Kate Micucci, she kind of became the best character on the show. They just gave her so much personality. Um, the idea of this kind of little kid who was the ultimate adventurer, who was also really, really funny, um, just right from the start, that to me really announced the show as doing something different. Different. You can check out that full episode over at People TV and catch the DuckTales series finale tonight at 7 on Disney XD. Trivia. It's trivia time. Today, a quack or er, quick question about DuckTales. 
David Tennant voiced Scrooge McDuck in the reboot, while which of his former Doctor Who co-stars voiced Scrooge's rival, Magic of the Spell, Billy Piper, Freema Adjaman, or Catherine Tate? Stick around for the answer. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, the sitcom Three's Company premiered on ABC on March 15th, 1977, starring Jack Ritter, Suzanne Somers, and Joyce DeWitt as three single platonic roommates in Santa Monica, California. The show became an unexpected success, becoming the highest rated mid-season show ever broadcast at the time. It would run for eight seasons with multiple spin-offs, including a series focused on landlord couple, The Ropers. And now let's hand a rose to our number one pick, The Bachelor. Matt James' journey comes to an end with tonight's finale, which will feature no shortage of twists and turns. The final two women, Rachel Kirk Connell and Michelle Young, will meet Matt's family and enjoy one last date before he hands out the final rose. But a shocking last-minute development threatens to alter the course of the entire season. Here's a preview. I've been looking for this type of love for such a long time. Thank you so much. Make me cry. (laughs) Love is a wonderful thing, but it's not going to be easy. Love is not the end all be all. Hearing everything that my mom had been through just takes me back to a very dark place. You okay? No. No, I'm not. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. You know if you can do this anymore? To be honest with you, I don't know, Chris. Everybody is crying in this preview. So will Matt end the season engaged or will he go home alone? One thing's for sure, you will want to stick around for After the Final Rose, which will be hosted by Emmanuel Acho, the author of Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, after Chris Harrison announced he'd be taking a temporary hiatus over his response to past racist behavior by Kirk Connell. How will Acho engage with Kirk Connell over that behavior? And can Michelle please just be the bachelorette if she doesn't get engaged to Matt? All will be answered starting tonight at 8 on ABC. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, which of David Tennant's former Doctor Who co-stars voiced Scrooge McDuck's rival Magicka Dispel on DuckTales? Billy Piper, Freema Adjaman, or Catherine Tate? The answer is... Catherine Tate, who played Donna Noble on the fourth season of the Sci-Fi Show's reboot. If you got that right, give yourselves a big DuckTales woo! 
that is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.